Ladies and gentlemen, if you're ready for some fantasy hockey streaming advice, it's time for the most styling, profiling, wheeling and dealing, jet flying, limousine riding podcast in all the land. It's the reigning, defending, undisputed fantasy hockey streaming champion of the world. It's the stream Gentlemen, welcome back once again to the greatest Fancy Hockey podcast that focuses on streaming players for the upcoming week. It's the Stream Scheme, but we won't be talking about your superstars like your Timo Myers or your Austin Matthews here. No, sir, Bob. Here we get down to the nitty gritty, the dark depths of fantasy hockey that those other podcasts are too scared to touch. The Stream Scheme is presented by the greatest fantasy hockey podcast in the world, Keeping Carlson, and we often refer to the toughest league in the world, the Keeping Carlson Ultimate Patron Fantasy League, aka the Cupful. Hopefully everyone is coming off a win this week, not me, my team stinks, but on the bright side, I did make some trades this week that I feel good about. We finally have a good sample size where people know what their teams are and they're ready to wheel and deal something that we largely missed out on last year because of the shortened season but this year there's still time for your trades to make a real impact we're eight weeks down but there's still 12 matchups left in most leagues until the playoffs start so that means maybe hey you're three and five or two and six you just need to shake things up you know if you're one and seven i don't believe you that you've been listening to the stream scheme all year you freaking liar but i am a huge advocate of making trades just to you know get the team going again so some quick tips for trading just so you can get your team turned around asap the first one is just you know go into trade talks with the idea that it's okay to quote unquote lose a trade there's a lot of trades that look terrible but then five weeks later they're <laughs> the team that lost actually won most people won't make a deal unless they feel like they're quote-unquote winning i'll stop doing the quote-unquote thing so <laughs> so go in with that mindset but ideally the best trade to make is where both teams win in a redraft aka a one-year league it's hard to make one for one of the same position the rare instance is when it's like you know a struggling skater for a different struggling skater for example i traded to fully for sagan in a league and if it's possible to have a lose-lose trade we certainly did that shout out to Corey in my league we were just laughing having a good time with it we're like hey maybe a change of scenery will do them both good and those are the people that I love to trade with people who don't take themselves too seriously and remember that fantasy hockey is about having fun and when your team isn't doing as well as you'd like the funnest thing that you can do is make some trades even if you think you're losing the trade when you get to the highest level of fantasy hockey like something like tier one 
of the Kakupple. Everyone is willing to slit throats to get the title of best fantasy hockey player in the world. It's important to remember that, hey, this is supposed to be fun. Let's make some trades and mix it up. But before we get into this week's picks, we got to see how we did last week because not only do we got to see what we do with those guys going forward, but more importantly, we are all about accountability here at the Stream Scheme. <laughs> Zach Cassian, the top streamer pick of the week. He sucked. This one was just a plain old bad pick. There's no way around it. I am stupid and was blinded by the McDavid light. I should have listened to Brian and the rest of the smart people who said to avoid him, but meh. I regret nothing. I'll do it again the next time a fourth liner gets promoted to play with McDavid. I don't care. One of these times, it's actually going to click, and I'm not going to be the one who misses out on that, okay? But yeah, that doesn't mean that I have to put him as the top streamer pick of the week, so... Yeah, okay. In that regard, my bad on Zach Cassian. You can definitely drop him after his game today on Sunday. Sonny Milano. Now, this guy should have been the top pick of the week. Shout out to Sammy J on the Stream Scheme channel on the Keeping Carlson Discord who was chirping me about Milano after Tuesday. Sammy, my man, thank you for the jinx as the very next day. Our favorite mobster, Sonny Milano, had three assists. And then the game after that, he had a goal on four shots for a total of four points in just three games this week. Easily the best week out of any of our streamers. And that's not all. The Anaheim Ducks play five times next week. Not three, not four, but five times. So definitely hang on to Sonny Milano. Just don't walk in front of him into any kind of back rooms of any shady establishment and you'll be okay clayton keller continues to come through for us whenever the coyotes have a good streaming week what can i say i'm a keller teller and nah, that that doesn't work um a clayton station uh a clay bay uh, maybe that last one needs some work but regardless keller had a great week for us as well with three points and three games for us this week i do think eventually Keller will be picked up in enough leagues that he won't be in streamer range anymore. But if you did pick up Keller this past week, I would say hold on to him. Coyotes play three times next week with two off day games. Not a great schedule, but if nothing else, hang on to him for that Monday game. Then you can drop him after that for a different streamer if that does indeed strike your fancy. Rudolph's Balzers, not too long after I posted the show last Sunday, it came out that Balzers would not be playing on a line with Kotor and Meyer, but instead with the absolute ice-cold hurdle. I was, of course, bummed, but I did say on Twitter, I was like, hey, this stinks, but I'm sticking with my pick out of principle, and he did get a point that Sunday, and he also got a point on Tuesday, but then did nothing the rest of the week. I'm not going to take the blame here. This one rests squarely on the shoulders of Hurdle. Please direct all your hate mail towards him. He stinks. He brings down everyone else around him. I'd probably even drop him if you have him, especially if you're in my league. Drop Hurdle. But yeah, big letdown here from Balzers. You can certainly send him back to the waiver wire after his game on Sunday. 
Max Domi did absolutely nothing for us this week. This piece of crap. Let me tell you what. He really grinds my gear. Can you believe that Max Domi is making $6 million this year? If that's not enough motivation for you to play better, you'd think the fact that he's an unrestricted free agent next year would maybe light a fire under him. But no. Unfortunately, we were a week too late on his random good stretch of games. Note to self. Do not stream three players from the same team when the week prior they absolutely played over their heads because this week the Blue Jackets they sucked. I don't want to rag too hard on Columbus because you know it's actually a pretty cool city but screw you Max Domi I hope you get paid the league minimum next year. Jamie Drysdale had a good week for us with three points in three games this week. Not a ton of ice time or Paris for Drysdale, but as long as he's putting up the points, that's A-OK with me. Now, I'm pretty sure Drysdale is getting top power play time, although it certainly looks to be a little bit more split now, although I'd still roll with the unit that's skating with Raquel, Milano, and Zegers, and that would be Jamie Drysdale. And I'd hope, I don't got to tell you guys twice, but I will anyways, Anaheim plays five times this week so obviously you're holding on to Drysdale and he's still only rostered in just 20% of leagues right now so if he's still there definitely pick up Jamie Drysdale Vladislav Gavrikov had a great game on Thursday but unfortunately that was the only game that he had that was good his other two games he didn't do a darn thing which is weird because on Thursday and Saturday he had more time on ice than he had in his last 10 games so naturally you'd think hey more time on ice more time for perifs and things of that sort but I don't know I guess the stream scheme fame went to his head it happens to the best of us but hey that doesn't mean I'm going to make fun of you, but if you're not going to block shots or shoot the puck whenever we stream you, then you can go kiss off. So definitely drop Vladislav Gavrikov. Adam Boakvist was a loss for the week. He's like Philadelphia's Keith Randall with the Blue Jackets. He just shows up on the power play and then does nothing else. And I mean, yeah, he's got a point this week but that's not enough for a dub obviously i already talked about it and i feel so dumb for picking three blue jackets this week after they played over their head the week before a mistake i won't make again until two weeks from now probably now whether to hold or drop bookfist is a different question like yeah he sucked for us this past week but bookfist is still on the top power play in columbus and we can't deny that so if he is a bottom roster d guy for you i wouldn't mind keeping him until line a comes back but if you did pick up bookfist just as a streamer then you can definitely drop him as columbus has a terrible schedule next week the Shallow League streamer of the week, Blake Coleman, was certainly an interesting one. As far as points go, Coleman only had one goal, which typically wouldn't be enough from our Shallow League streamer of the week. However, Blake Coleman does what ice cold people do when they're ice cold, whether it's in the NHL or just in Chell. You pepper the freaking puck 
at the net. And Blake Coleman did exactly that this week with 14 shots to go along with 7 hits and 4 blocks to boot. Altogether giving him a whopping 15.25 cacupful points in just 3 games so far this week. And he still has a game in hand today on Sunday as well. So that's got to be a win here for Blake Coleman this week. But Calgary has a crap schedule next week so you can definitely drop Blake Coleman after his game on Sunday. Ludicrous Dreamer of the Week, Alex Barre-Bole, is so bad. <laughs> and the same thing happened to me last year when I picked him then, too. I guess what I'm trying to say is that this guy stinks. Technically, he's still skating with Stamkos and Palat. It's just that he's playing like 10 minutes less than those guys. It doesn't make sense to me at all. Although, I mean, they are the back-to-back champs, so I guess I can't really talk too much crap on their coach. Actually, yeah, yeah, I can. Screw you, John Cooper, and screw you, Alex Barre-Bolle. I wouldn't say he's necessarily dead to me quite yet, but he's certainly on life support, and I'm about ready to pull the plug. So, yeah, needless to say, you can drop Alex Barre-Bolle. Overall, that's 4 for 10, which does not meet our 50% quota. So, unfortunately, that is a loss for the week, which brings us to now 6-2 and two on the year so far. I blame Columbus. As I mentioned, that was a terrible idea. Picking up three guys from a team that played great the week before. We should be creating streaming opportunities, not reacting to streaming plays that we should have done the week prior so yeah it's a loss but hopefully a valuable lesson learned we don't lose we learn and grow that's a great philosophy for life but also for picking streamers as well we will rebound this week i guarantee it or your money back and by that i mean if we fail to have a winning week this week and you show me evidence that you picked up any of my streamers i will pay for your keeping carlson patronage for the month of december i'm literally putting my money where my mouth is so let's freaking Go. But enough pitter patter. Let's get at her. Let's get to the schedules for the upcoming week, starting with Monday, December 6, 2021. On Monday, we have 12 clubs playing, 20 clubs playing on Tuesday, 8 clubs playing on Wednesday, 20 clubs playing on Thursday, 14 clubs play on Friday, 24 clubs play on Saturday, and 10 clubs playing on Sunday. These are the weeks that we like to see. Friday is a little bit busier than normal, so make sure to double check your streamers for those days. But I always take more games played, even if it makes the slower days a wee bit busier. The best schedule of the week is a tie between the Colorado Avalanche and the Vancouver Canucks, who each have the distinct pleasure of having a stream of That's right, both the Avs and the Canucks play four times this week on all the slow days of Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday. Now that more and more streaming knockoffs are popping up, you know, on bigger platforms, I wonder if anyone will actually have the guts 
to start calling Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday a streamigami and actually shout out the stream scheme. I, yeah, I'm sure that'll happen. You know, whenever Sagan starts scoring <laughs> and Evander Kane starts playing. But oh yeah, where was I? Oh yeah, Colorado and Vancouver have the best schedules of this week. Some other teams with some pretty good schedules this week are the Anaheim Ducks, who play five times this week, so they will definitely be the popular pickup choice in a lot of leagues. And obviously, you know, it depends on who it is. I'd rather have Sonny Milano over some lesser streamer from Vancouver or Colorado just because I would make sure to start Milano on those busy days. But the Ducks do have two off day games in those five games that they play this week. So stay tuned to see which streamer is our top pick of the week. The Dallas Stars, the Nashville Predators, the New Jersey Devils, the New York Rangers, and the Philadelphia Flyers all also have great schedules this week with four games total with at least two of those being on off day games in there. Just a ton of options to choose from this week and I am super stoked to pick some streamers for this week. The worst schedule of the week goes to, well, <laughs> any team that plays three times this week on Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. Uh, there are nine of those teams this week, so I'm not going to list them all. But yeah, you guys know the drill. Check your lineups on those busy days. And if you have someone that might only get you one or even no starts this week, then drop him for a streamer. Easy peasy. <laughs> So without further ado, let's get to the picks of the week. For my top streamer forward pick of the week, it's Valerie Nadrushkan of the Colorado Avalanche. Now this one is the one you're going to want to jump on fast. Like... <laughs> right now because Nachushkin is already on the edge of streamer range at 21% rostered and that number is going to go through the roof as people realize that oh yeah Colorado's got a little thing called a streamagabe <laughs> Add into the fact that Nachushkin has been playing incredible so far this year. Fun fact that you know Nachushkin is pretty much a point-per-game player so far this year. It's true. It's darn true. He's been getting good minutes, shooting a good amount. All signs point to this pick being a slam dunk. And this week, he's going to go fast. So get him while you can and pick up Valerie Nachushkin. <laughs> My next forward streamer pick this week is Kevin Hayes of the Philadelphia Flyers. Not a particularly big sample size here for Kevin Hayes so far. as He's only played in three games so far this year, but still he's got two points in those three games. He's shooting a good bit, and in his last game he got nearly 20 minutes of ice time. And that is why this week is the perfect week to pick up Hayes. He hasn't played much, and so that's why he's still only rostered in just 7% of leagues right now. But who knows? Perhaps this is the week that Hayes helps pull Philly out of their ridiculous slump, and perhaps he's even able to maintain a high level of production the rest of the season. And on a week when the Philadelphia Flyers have an amazing schedule, playing four times with three off day games in there with their last game of the week coming on Saturday. I mean, come on, why not take a chance on Kevin Hayes this week? My third forward streamer pick this week is Pavel Zaka of the New Jersey Devils, and this one was almost a twofer from the Devils. There's a bunch of enticing options from the Devils as streamers go. We love to see it, but Janssen realistically only had like 13 minutes of ice time in his last game, and Dawson Mercer 
isn't a terrible idea, but the man, the man had zero points and zero shots in his last three games, so no thanks there. That leads us back to our old pal Pavel Zaka, and I mean, to be fair, Zaka isn't much better than Mercer. He only has two shots in his last two games with no point, but at least Zaka is getting what we refer to in the biz as a little primo deploymento. Although, I guess that could be up for interpretation because, you know, he's not on the Jack Hughes line, but I'm calling the Zaka Hishir Brat line as the top line. I don't care what you think. And on a week when the Devils have an amazing schedule playing four times with three off day games and their weekends on Saturday, why not take a chance on a guy getting Primo Deploymento who's currently only rostered in just 14% of leagues right now. So pick up Pavel Zak. My fourth forward streamer pick this week is the Silver Surfer. It's Jacob Silverberg of the Anaheim Ducks. This one should be pretty straightforward as a pure volume play as there ever has been pretty much so far this year. Not sure if you have heard, but the Anaheim Ducks play five times this week. And if you haven't heard, you certainly will as the Ducks are going to fly off the waiver wire Sunday and Monday. And if Sonny Milano or Jamie Drysdale are already gone because your league mate listened to the stream scheme while you did not then your best choice this week as a duck streamer is Silverberg. now granted he's as cold as can be <laughs> with only one point in his last nine games for Silverberg, but he's still getting good minutes he's shooting a decent amount and i don't know if you heard this but the ducks play five times this week yeah, it, it's true. Look it up. And Silverberg, for now, is only rostered in 7% of leagues. So get him while you still can in those deeper leagues and pick up Jacob Silverberg. My fifth forward streamer pick this week is... Wait, you hear that? Oh, no. Ah, oh, crap. Is that who I think it is? Well, I'll be. It sure is. That's Capo Caco of the New York Rangers. And it looks like he is indeed back from the dead. For those that don't remember, we officially declared Capo Caco as dead to us last season after multiple attempts to stream him, trying to see if he'd do something, anything. But he failed us each and every time. But here we are again, ready to be choke slammed one more time. And trust me, I thought long and hard whether we should resurrect Kako. He actually started producing a while ago, and I patiently waited to see if his deployment and production would stick. And so far it has. Eight points in his last eight games for Kako. Even though he's not playing with Panarin anymore, he's still playing with Zibanejad and Kreider. Not too shabby, but again, he also had great deployment last year and never did anything with it. So this pick is absolutely terrifying me. That's why he's down here at fifth overall for streamers for this week. But still, on a week when the Rangers have a great schedule, playing four times with three off-day games this week. What the heck? We'll take a chance on Kako, I suppose. Despite his recent production, he's still only rostered in just 19% of leagues. So pick up Capo Kako at your own risk this week. 
Moving on to defense, my top defensive streamer pick this week is Tyler Myers of the Vancouver Canucks. I love Myers so much this week, I probably would have picked him up as my top defensive pick, even if the Canucks were playing just three times on all the busy days this week. But luckily, they are not. The Vancouver Canucks have got a little thing called Estrimagami! <laughs> No, 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 we're not, we're not done with Myers. Play the, play the freaking song. Play the freaking Streamagami song, or it gets the hose again. Thank you. Sheesh. Hard to find good help these days. Where was I? Oh yeah, Tyler Myers. He's great. The man is a legitimate periffs beast. Also, a little side note, real quick. I really want to make like you know a periffs beast T-shirt where someone's like blocking a shot, shooting the puck, and destroying someone with a hit all at the same time. If anyone makes T-shirts or anything like that, shoot me a line. Let's talk. But uh, where was I? Oh oh yeah, Tyler Myers. He shoots a good bit. He hits a good bit, and typically gets a lot of blocks generally the only games where he puts up like bad numbers is when he doesn't get any blocks so here's hoping that he gets a ton of blocks this week he's only rostered right now in just 11% of leagues right now but shout out to those managers that appreciate a true Briffs beast when they see him and pick up Tyler Myers my second defensive streamer pick this week is Essel Lindell of the Dallas Stars. Lindell is also a Perifs beast, just not as beastful as Tyler Myers. Both are great bottom roster D guys. I actually picked up Lindell myself this past week, so I'm putting my money where my mouth is, but they make even better defensive streaming options than just, you know, players to have on your roster the whole time and Dallas has a pretty good schedule this week playing four times with their week ending on Saturday so you can always drop him after that for a final stream on Sunday as well he's only rostered in just 17% of late wait what he's more rostered than Myers that does not make sense but whatever the point is pick up Esselindel my third and final defensive streamer pick this week is Keith Yandel of the Philadelphia Flyers. I think Keith Yandel is hilarious right now. His entire like spot on the roster is based on being a power play specialist, and their power play stinks. <laughs> hilarious, to say the least, and as a Penguins fan, it brings me great joy. So then why am I picking Keith Yandel right here? Well, they have to start scoring points eventually, right? I mean, law of averages and all that. And I've already picked up two Perifs Beasts this week. So why not mix it up a little bit and pick a guy who is completely points dependent while playing on a team who can't score? Uh, well, hey, at least they've got a good schedule. And he's only rostered in 19% of leagues, which, wait a minute. <laughs> Hold on. He, he's 19% rostered. Keith Yandel is only worth rostering when he's scoring points. And Keith Yandel hasn't scored a point since October 20th. Yeah, before Halloween. It, <laughs> and he's rostered in 19% of leagues. The amount of clown leagues out there just makes my head spin and perhaps they can say I'm the clown since you know he hasn't scored a point since October 20th and I'm the one picking him as a streamer this week but just you wait just you wait 
my shallow league streamer of the week is Travis Konechny of the Philadelphia Flyers. That's right, baby. This Pittsburgh boy is all in on the Flyers this week. If the Flyers are finally going to break out of their slump, I'm at least going to cash in on it. But you guys know I like my shallow league streamers cold and Konechny only has one point in his last six games, yet he's still rostered in 31% of leagues. That's way too high. How are so many people <laughs> holding on to Travis Konechny? The the rostered percentage this week has just got me all kinds of ways. But Konechny has sucked, although I say that, and I'm still the guy burning a roster spot with Evander Kane all year. <laughs> Regardless, the point remains. Konechny will probably have a few points this week, and I want in on it. You already know that Philly's got a great schedule this week, so whether it be a shallow league, a deeper league, I would pick up Travis Konechny this week. And lastly, my ludicrous streamer of the week is Dryden Hunt of the New York Rangers. We talked a little bit about the top six forwards on the Rangers earlier when I picked Kako, and I don't think anyone is a threat to Kako's deployment, and I don't think anyone is a threat to Dryden Hunt's deployment either. I mean, yeah, there's that Lafreniere fella, but he stinks. He's not stealing time from anyone. But, yeah, Dryden Hunt. Some people might poo-poo Dryden Hunt saying, yeah, he's only scored five points in 23 games so far this year for an exhilarating 17-point pace. But whatever. We don't need those people in our life. We're talking ludicrous streamers here, baby. If he was an all-star, he'd obviously be more than 1% rostered right now. Out of his five points, three of those points have come in his last four games. So on a week when the Rangers have a great schedule, why not roll with him? So if you're in a deep, deep league, then pick up Dryden Hunt. So there we have it. To recap, our streamers for the week starting on Monday, December 6th, 2021 are the following. Forward streamers, Valerie Nachushkan, Kevin Hayes, Pavel Zaka, Jacob Silverberg, and Capo Kako. Defensive streamers, Tyler Myers, Essa Lindell, and Keith Yandel. Our shallow league streamer of the week is Travis Konechny. And our ludicrous streamer of the week is Dryden Hunt. Good luck to everyone this week. Feel free to hit me up on the Keeping Carlson Patron Discord server. Check out the Stream Scheme channel over there, or you can find me on Twitter at NHL Stream Scheme. And make sure to follow our cousins Ben and Lewis at Short Shifts, and obviously at Keeping Carlson, and tune into their Megapod every Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thank you everyone for listening, and don't forget what the great Yamir Yager once said: "The future belongs to those who believe in their dreams." See ya.